Our guests today are Michael Jan, who is an Emmy-nominated late-night comedy writer and for over 20 years wrote for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Michelle Jordan is Michael's wife, and she is his writing partner and gold medal-winning bodybuilder. But their story is deeply personal. Their 27-year-old son, Max's mental breakdown, hospitalization, diagnosis, and ongoing recovery fuel their passion to fight the stigma of mental illness. And as they say, you can't solve a problem if you can't talk about it. Their incredible animated short film, Bug Therapy, uses humor and entertainment to break the ice on this very important topic. Michael and Michelle made Bug Therapy themselves with DreamWorks veteran Jason Reisig directing. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the powerhouse writing duo and creators of Bug Therapy, Michael Jan and Michelle Jordan, to the show. Welcome. Hi, Hi. and there's a fruit fly flying around us yes. as you thought. So it's great. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm guessing that he's looking for therapy. Yeah. I think he wants to audition. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure that there's going to be openings because I want to ask you why an animated film on mental health? I, I think um, because it's funny. It's you can't be afraid. If you're afraid to laugh about something, that means you're afraid to talk about it. And uh, it just it just seemed to work. Uh, things that we could do with the bugs that with people would be sensitive or touchy. It, it's just funnier, like a fly who can't stop washing his hands and then goes lands on dog poop. You know, it, it's just there's lots of good good material. Yeah, we actually um, we actually when we were thinking about bug therapy, we started observing bugs. And if you watch bugs, they're all really neurotic. I mean, you know, like the flies, washing his hands, dragonflies. They're always on top of each other. Just get off me. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of funny things with bugs. Yeah, a lot of codependency there. Well, so, you know, I love the title Bug Therapy. And if people didn't know it was an animated series, they'd probably be thinking that uh, you're going to use live bugs for some type of therapy, but ladies and gentlemen, I had the absolute pleasure to watch this animated short film, and you know, Michael and Michelle, all I can say is wow. First off, the animation is top notch. I mean, literally, you know, I think the last time I've seen great animation was probably back when uh, Bugs Life came out. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is way. <laughs> it is way better. And, you know, you know, well, let me ask you, how did this whole project get started? Um, well, it started with a funny line. Yeah. Uh, we're comedy writers yeah. and we're just trying to get a laugh. And the idea was it's a story about a mosquito who faints at the sight of blood. And that that gets a laugh every time. But it wasn't becoming a movie. So we, we wrote a feature length script. Yeah. We, it was shopped all over town. We got meetings at lots of the big studios and everyone said the same thing. It's hilarious. This is great. What else do you have? Because nobody wanted to make a movie about a mosquito. And I get it. They're the least popular creature on earth. They just did a Gallup poll ward and mosquitoes actually finished below personal injury lawyers. So they're way (laughs) down there. Um, but but, but so, we so knew it was yeah. funny, so we stuck with it. Yeah, and so someone suggested that we make a proof of concept, 
Um, and that's just, you know, a couple seconds of citronella flying around looking cute. But I thought if we're going to go to all the trouble of actually putting in the money and the time to make something, let's make an actual short film. Yeah. And then we had an idea. Really, it was her idea, but I like saying we. We had an idea. What if we made a short film about citronella? That's her name, the mosquito, citronella. But trying to get up the courage to go to group therapy for the first time with a pill bug therapist named Dr. Pill. And all of a sudden we had the idea, yeah. bug, ther bug therapy. Bug therapy. Yeah. Well, and, see, and, I, and I love that idea because of the fact that, you know, a lot of people, and look, there's a lot of people out there that, that need therapy, would be helped by therapy, but there is, and right, you know, in this conversation here, there's really two stigmas. There's a stigma on mental health, mental illness, but there's also a stigma for people who need therapy, but they don't go. But then those that are trying to find the courage to actually make that first step and go to therapy. And I've been to therapy. It's fantastic. I mean, you don't have to go your whole life, but it, it can really help uh, iron out maybe some some issues that uh, people deal with to, you know, have a, to live a better life forward. Yeah. Well, there's a funny saying that people need therapy to help them deal with the people in their lives who won't go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That That is absolutely true. And I love the way, you know, and it's funny that, you know, uh, studios would turn down that the lead character is a mosquito. The moment I read that the mosquito faints at the sight of blood, I thought that was brilliant. And, and of course, you know, being uh, under, one step under... Uh, injury trial lawyers, well, they're both bloodsuckers in a way. So they probably tied for last place. <laughs> but but I but when I saw the film, the you know, and being a very short film at that, I literally begged for more. And I really want to see this film as a full length feature because it deserves to be one. Thank well, you. Thank you for saying that. We, we we have the full length feature written, and there's a lot more bugs with a lot more issues in there. Yeah, it's very fun. And it's a big, big story. Like we knew if we do a feature film, it can't just be six or seven bugs sitting around a circle talking. Yeah. It's got to be a big action and comedy. So that's what we wrote. And uh, knock on wood, that'll happen. And if not, a series. We're working on that too. Yeah. Well, Zay, I think that would be a a great series. And you know for you know, since both of you are comedy writers and you're tackling this type of subject and, you know, and I've heard other comedian comedians say it's harder to be funny today than it's ever been because of certain topics, because of cancel culture. I mean, for you, is it easy or is it hard or you just push through? So what, my answer to that is I feel like we can write this type of material. For me personally, I just draw on all of my personal issues. So it was really easy to write about a stick bug who's depressed because he feels like no one sees him because I've felt like that most of my life. Or a leaf bug who trembles with anxiety because I will literally shake when I get anxious. So it's like, I, if you pull from your own experience and you can laugh at yourself, you get some perspective, then it just makes it a lot easier to write about it. Yeah. And, and the fact that it's a layer removed, it's bugs. Yeah. 
it just makes it so much easier yeah. to to make have fun and 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 we're really proud of a certain thing in the in the film um there's this idea that you know no laughter you cannot laugh at someone when they reveal their problem yeah. but the truth is once you get hit with that laughter and you realize you're still standing it's transformative. All of a sudden, Citronella is fearless at the end, you know? Yeah, and you know, towards the end of the film, it finally dawned on me that her name was Citronella, and I was like, that <laughs> is absolutely fantastic. I mean, the very thing that repels bugs, mm -hmm. and she faints at the sight of blood, I'm thinking, what more? I mean, you could literally just write, you know, I can see how you both of you could write this as a series and never run out of content. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how it feels. Absolutely. So uh, fingers crossed yeah. uh, it's heading in that direction. Yeah. It, it, well, I, I, I have to say with every character now, now both of you are actually in this film and I'm thinking that your bugs are dragonflies. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's not just because we ran out of money uh, it's because of our extraordinary talent. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I have to say that as I was watching the short film, uh, you nailed every character. You you nailed their problems. Uh, very, It's the very opposite of what one would think. But one of the scenes that literally caused me to laugh out loud was the praying mantis and then the fly. That short little exchange, I was like, oh my gosh. How many, how many people have always wanted to say that to somebody <laughs> that has yeah. a God complex? Yes. Yep. And that, you know, that we, you alluded to it earlier, that this being a personal story. Yeah. Um, that line was not in the original script, but when we started making the film, suddenly my son, Max, had a that mental breakdown. And uh, he just completely lost his mind and was hospitalized and in the psych ward and truly believed he was God. And that yeah. is pretty scary. It's scary. When someone looks at you, like I remember him saying to me, I'm God, what do you want to know? And I said, well, if you're God, how come you're locked in here and that guy over there has the keys? And he said, he works for me. And he meant it. And so we so, had a bit of a crisis about yeah. whether or not we had to stop the project right? right we had already started making bug therapy and this happened and we're you know reeling from it and dealing with it and figuring out how to navigate it and we look at each other we're like do we keep making the film or do we stop and then i thought you know what let's add a bug in max's honor a praying mantis who doesn't pray because she thinks she is god and we told Max and he burst out laughing. He loves it. Once he got better. Yeah, he's better now. He's better now. He's doing very well now. Yeah. And uh, he still, he, he was diagnosed just to, you know, he was diagnosed um, THC-induced THC psychosis. Yeah. THC can cause psychosis. Yeah. Brain just did a somersault in his head. Um, plus bipolar. So the THC-induced psychosis went away. He's you know, a year and a half sober. sober and he's working and he designed our logo. Um, and he loves the praying mantis. He, he thinks it's funny. Mantis. He says, yeah, I was that crazy. Yeah. Well, my goodness, if, if you were already on this project prior to your son having this breakdown and when it happened, I mean, did the thought go through both of your minds that, wait a minute, this isn't funny anymore? 
Yeah, absolutely. and like you said, do we continue it? Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's exactly where we were. And um, when we realized, we started glimpsing the stigma firsthand yeah. instead of being something that people talk about. I knew firsthand that um, forget how hard it was going to be for Max to own it at the way he does today. Right. That That's amazing. But for me, secretly, I, I'm the guy who's proud that his kid is the quarterback and proud that his kid is the, the point guard and the pitcher and things like that. And so this hit me right in the ego. Um, my son is in the psych ward. Like that is not what you're hoping for when you're a parent. And um, I felt that and I saw how hard it was to talk about it with people. And I, we just know when you can break the ice with a joke, um, all of a sudden people realize, oh, it's well, okay to talk about it. Yeah, it's like when he was able to start joking about it, it let everyone else around him know, okay, you're, you're okay. You're going to be okay with this. I can, now I can lean in and ask you, how is he doing? You know, how are you doing? Because if you can joke about it, then you know that you're able to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's, I hate to use the word funny, um, but sometimes funny is funny and sometimes funny is not funny. Uh, sure. I guess we put the word say strange sometimes, but yeah. You're right. I mean, I, I am so thankful that you had, you know, you, you really had this passion. You had this vision to bring mental health forward through film, through animation, but with humor. Because when I was watching the film, I think for a lot of people, and ladies and gentlemen, you need to really hone in on this. When you see the film, Many of you are going to reach out for therapy because I think this film takes away the fear and where people can finally take that first step and get help. But at the same time, I'm thankful that uh, you really had, well, I get you really had the balls to tackle this type of subject with humor. I mean... I I flip through reels on Instagram and I'm seeing people uh I mean even people with disabilities who are who are comedians talking about the disability and making fun of it. And yes. that allows other people to laugh about it. I mean, and ladies and gentlemen, don't write me nasty letters. This is stuff's on Instagram and you, if you want to laugh, great. If you don't, that that's you. But they there was this one girl and I, I really have to hand it to her because She's in a wheelchair and she she was filming a little comedy bit. And what it was is, yes, she can't walk, but she's in a wheelchair. But she throws a coin into the fountain and her friend goes, what'd you wish for? New pair of legs. And you can't help but first feel shock and then you start laughing. But yeah. she's smiling and laughing at the same time. Yeah. And I think we need this type of humor coming to all of us so we can, well, accept one another, help one another and love one another as we are. Absolutely. Yeah. The whole message of our film is that everyone struggles with something and there's no shame in asking for help. Like yeah. we're human, we're gonna struggle. And yeah. when we drop our guard and we talk about it and share it with each other, then that's what connects us, you know, on yeah. that human level. Yeah. You know, one thing about being online, so many people have become, well, I guess, self-centered, narcissistic, but I enjoy those that take the time to, to poke fun at themselves. 
And but your film, I mean, what is your ultimate goal for this film? To have more money than God, so I can compete with my son. No. <laughs> so I mean, there we have lots of lots of goals. One goal that I would love is to create a community around bug therapy yeah. where everyone feels like they can like on social media and stuff like come and and be a part of a community where it's completely safe to be your weird, wonderful, sometimes not OK self. Yeah, it's really heartwarming seeing comments on YouTube. Yeah. The film just we, we just started streaming it for free on YouTube. Um, to talk about bad business people. We have never made a penny on bug therapy and we're streaming it for free and for mental health awareness month, the whole month of May it's on. And in just 48 hours, 10,000 people have watched it, which is I'm told pretty good. And the comments are so heartwarming where people are just thankful and appreciative that, that this is being done, yeah. that it's being joked about. Especially yeah. on TikTok too. There's, you know, people that comments that they relate to the praying mantis or they relate to the dragonfly couple, or, you know, everyone seems to have a certain bug that they relate to. Yeah. And cause that's, it's all of us. We're all weird. Right. Yeah. And, and about- you're, you well, you know, and in a way I, I have to laugh because, uh, Myself being in Houston, you're in Austin, and we know the logo and or the the slogan of Austin is to keep Austin weird. And this is a, a perfect birthplace for wow. bug therapy. But you're right. I see bug therapy, not just the short film, but I, I automatically see it in my head as being a feature film. I see it as an animated series. I even see journals and books that that yes. can be that with bug therapy. Not yeah. just helping adults, but helping yeah. kids. I mean, you know, there's this big deal going on now about raising the awareness of mental health in children because of the pan- because of the pandemic, post pandemic, being at home, not seeing your friends, not getting out. For a lot of them, living in their room with a set of headphones and staring at a, a TV screen, playing video games for 24 hours, that is not healthy in itself. Oh, right. But I think uh, there there's something very very big here, and uh, you've already put the snowball out there. But I think you're about to have one huge avalanche coming your way. Bring it on! Bring it on! That's fantastic. <laughs> no, we would love it to be in schools. We had a fun moment. Uh, we gave a, a we showed the film at uh, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness in California. It showed it to an audience and gave a little talk. And afterwards, a, a psychiatrist came up to us and he said. Have you um, shown this to any schools, like teachers and classrooms? We said, well, occasionally a teacher will email us and say, can I show this to my class? And we say, yes, we send them the secret password. They have it. And he goes, no, 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 you misunderstand me. I'm talking all the kids. This should be in all the schools to all the kids. And I'm uh, associated with the Board of Education, um, so I'm going to see what I can do. So we're like, that would be great. I would love that. Just play it in the schools. I want kids to know and adults to know if if something is wrong up here, that's not shameful. It's if your elbow hurts or your shoulder hurts, you, you get it fixed. If there's something not working up here, talk to somebody. That usually helps a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you know, we but we all know mental health, mental illness, it it's it's a multifaceted uh, condition. 
uh, for a lot of people that could be due to life experience. Some, it can be due to simple uh, nutrition that's causing the problem. Um, others, chemical imbalance. It, for some, could be a spiritual situation, but which is why it can be very difficult to treat. But ladies and gentlemen, bug therapy. But let's focus on the one word here, therapy. Don't be embarrassed. If you feel you need therapy, seek therapy. Seek wise professional help and and what you're looking for. You know, if, if you're not sure where to go, there's many resources online. And for you, Michael and Michelle, are there any type of resources that you've hooked up to that may help people that are uh, looking uh, to step into therapy to help them with their issues? Well, I, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they are a fantastic resource. They have a lot of resources for families who are, um, you know, have, have a loved one who is struggling with something. Um, I've used psychology today to find therapists because you can put in parameters for I'm looking for this specific type, this I have this kind of trauma or I have ADHD or, I, you know, whatever your issue is, you can put it in there and search your location. And, and a thing I'd like I'd like people to realize, and this isn't a resource, but just a tiny piece of advice is when you when you're afraid of therapy, you, you, you're thinking, I don't need someone to tell me what to do or what to think. Like, I don't need all that advice. I don't need professional level advice. A therapist isn't giving you advice. They're listening to you and getting you to hear what you're saying. They're just helping you hear what you're saying and think again about what you're doing. It's so different than someone telling you what to do. Um, I, Dr. Phil is our character in the, in the, in the movie, Dr. Phil, and he has a nice saying where he'll, he'll listen to people and then say, and how's that working for you? And they go, well, it isn't. And they burst into tears. <laughs> Just point out to people, these are choices you're making. How's that working? I think a good therapist kind of holds up a mirror for you to kind of see yourself yeah. and then be like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Does it? Maybe I could try something different and they kind of guide you to it. Yeah, and I think that in today's society, more than ever, you know, even though we say, oh, we have social media, we can connect with one another, nobody's really connecting with one another. People are very isolated uh, in a way. Uh, they're, they're putting on a fake smile for selfies, but they're hurting inside. And, and I love that bug therapy really, it's the humor that says, it's okay, yeah. you know, therapy's not, not, that, not a bad deal. It's there to help you. I mean, I still remember the very first day, uh, many, many, many years ago when I went to therapy, I had an anger issue. I'm, I'm gonna be transparent here. And I still remember the very first time. And I, and I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you ever go to therapy for the first time, I can almost 100% guarantee that the first thing you're gonna be grabbing is a Kleenex box because everybody and it's okay you you, you yeah. start crying you break down because you feel because finally, finally you're in a safe space yeah. to let it out yeah. and that's what everybody needs and uh and you're and both of you you're doing that for all of us through this animated uh, short film yeah i think one thing we really um want to drive home is that we don't have the answers right? We're not the experts. We're the patients. 
And what we want bug therapy to do is basically just break the door down and be a conversation starter. Yep, just breaking the ice. If, if we were a SWAT team, yeah. right? We wouldn't be the cool detective on the walkie talkie. We wouldn't even be the German shepherd. We'd be that battering ram thing that hits the front breaks door. The door breaks the door down, then they put it down and it doesn't even get to be in the, in the press conference. Well, how did you, how did you get, uh, people like Dr. Phil McGraw, Jay Leno, Megan Trainer, Sterling K Brown, and even Tom Green to, uh, to appear in your short film? Well, it started with Jay, I think. Yep. They yeah. started with Jay. We asked Jay and he said, yes, he would do it. He likes the cause. He likes the message. He knew we had very little budget. We were winging it. Our, our director, Jason Rising, that was key. Yeah. Getting a guy that talented, a guy who worked on Shrek and uh, co he, yeah, he and, co directed Smallfoot. Yeah, I mean, Brothers. he's amazing. And when we could say we have him, that made it easier for stars to get on board. Um, we reached out to Megan Trainer. She loves this topic. Yeah, Megan Trainer's been very transparent about her anxiety issues and stuff. So she was like, yeah, this sounds great. Sterling K. Brown is a NAMI ambassador. So we were able to, you know, reach out to him and get him. And Tom Green, our director, Jason, wanted Tom Green, thought he'd be the perfect overly caffeinated grasshopper. And I think he is. <laughs> and uh, Emily Goglia is a young lady who we, uh, we let her audition for Citronella and we didn't love her audition. And then we saw there was a second file that she sent. And we said, what is this? And she said, well, you didn't ask me, but I really like the praying mantis who thinks she's God. I think I got some of that in me. And we played her tape and, and we fantastic. burst out laughing. We're like, you, you got the role. It's five movie stars and you. Well, all of the characters are absolutely perfect. I think you nailed every single one of them. I'm not going to give away the film because, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to see this. It's on YouTube, Bug Therapy. I mean, literally, I can pick, I mean, after watching the film, I think I've memorized it from beginning to end. And it is so good. There are these little snippets that make you laugh, but there's also a couple of surprises so i don't want to to to, to give it away because you've got to see it and uh but michael and michelle wow what a film but i've got to ask you this and i'm going to ask michelle first so we'll go ladies first how did you become a writer oh what? <laughs> so michelle, yeah well so michelle how did you become a writer you know what i have loved to write ever since i was ever since I can remember, just, I've just, it's always been in me. I used to write a ton of poems. Um, I just, I've always loved it. Um, I was, it was one of those things where I probably would have wanted to do it as a career field, but I had, didn't have any idea how to do it. So I kind of fell into high tech and then became a personal trainer. And, and then when we finally met, he wanted to write screenplays. And so we just started writing together and he realized that I was kind of good at it. Yes. As a woman, she has that sly, hurtful technique. You know what I mean? Like just saying terrible things under her breath that luckily I can hear. <laughs> well, it was funny because I was reading the bio and there's a line in there that uh, where with, with Michelle that uh, she married the dumbbell. Is that correct? Yeah, I love working out so much. I even married a dumbbell. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do, you know, with bug therapy, because to me, here is something that, again, it's the snowball. I just I'm going to speak it forth 
to both of you that it, it's going to be an avalanche that will be moving across the country in many different ways, many different forms to really open up the door for more people to seek help and to be at peace and seeking that help. But what's next for both of you? Uh, just this morning, it occurred to us what a great episode two would look like. The next short film. Yeah. So we, we have a, a certain star in mind. We're not going to say. Um, and it's a new bug with a new problem. With a new problem. And um, we'll find out uh, kind of what happened to that grasshopper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that was actually going to be my next question because I I love the fact that in the short film, you left enough openings for a series sequels you know so uh the your writing of this short film is probably the best i have ever seen oh say that again say that again (laughs) i will say it again ladies and gentlemen bug therapy both michael jan and michelle jordan have written one of the best animated short films i personally have ever seen because within that nine ten minute film you will see so much, you will hear so much, and again, there are some surprises, and like I said, there's the open doors for multiple sequels to come from this incredible film. So, I want to ask both of you at the same time, and uh, y'all can take turns answering if you want. Have you ever been to therapy yourself? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I love therapy so much. Um, we have a therapist in Austin, Texas, I'll say her name, Katie David, who has helped me in a dozen ways. Um, and I had a few in Los Angeles who I love. And I love my son's therapist. My son is doing so well now, thanks to Dr. Patrick Lockwood, helps him out every week. And um, yeah, it's just the greatest. I remember one time I was in therapy and I, I was, I got off the couch and I was like lying on the rug over there. And I'm what am I doing? That I that I could be that vulnerable. I got up and sat on the couch again. <laughs> there you. And what about you, Michelle? Therapy has helped me. Like I can't even like say how much it has helped me. I like throughout my whole life, I have a bit of a sketchy past. Um, kind of fell into drugs and bad relationships and all that kind of stuff. And I'd been in and out of therapy. And probably about five years ago, I decided, all right, I'm still struggling with a lot of the things I've been struggling with for a long time. I'm going back to therapy and I'm really going to do therapy this time. Like I'm like all in this time. Mm -hmm. And I found a fantastic therapist in, in Los Angeles, Jennifer Kendall. She helped me so much understand why, why I was, why I felt the way I felt. Like I always felt no one saw me. I felt like I didn't have a voice. I felt like I wasn't seen and she helped me understand why. And that was such a huge revelation. And another, yeah. And then another therapist again, helped me uncover what I desperately wanted to hear when I was a, a young kid. And it was that what I want matters. And that has become my whole tagline, like on Instagram, my handle is at what you want matters because it never occurred to me. Like, wait a minute, what I want matters, really? I matter? Like that was huge. And ever since then, it's like, 
it's still go to therapy, but it just gets incrementally better and better and better because you understand yourself so much more and so much deeper. I, I'd like to think that the film is kind of a love letter to therapists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, right? It is. It is. And I really like the way that you did Dr. Pill because when I think of Dr. Phil, you know, I'm thinking of this, you know, in a way, almost in your face, kind of uh, yeah. rough character in a way. Because he can be, because, well, you know, he's seen so much, he just cuts to the chase. Yeah. But right. he's toned down in this film. And I really like that because for people who are watching it that really need to go to therapy, I think that is a drawing card. It, it just kind of pulls them in and say, hey, there's a safe space. And ladies and gentlemen, when I say safe space, we're talking about the ultimate safe space. And that is being in therapy that will absolutely help you. And that's what I loved about this film. You, you really, it's like training wheels for adults and even for kids to say, hey, it's okay to say yeah. that you need help and it's okay to go seek it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, have a, we have a web designer working on our webpage and she said, since I've been working on this, I feel different. Like I'm thinking more. Maybe I should talk. Yeah, she's like, I just, I just, I feel good. I feel different. It's like, you know, it's, it's important. It's, it's, it's so, so important. It's so, you know, when we started, you know, you're a screenwriter in LA, you're thinking I have a funny idea. Maybe it'll make a big bag of money, right? This has turned into just something really it's meaningful. It's a labor of love. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just, if it just goes, if we don't make a penny and we can keep slowly doing more episodes, that would be awesome. Yeah. It's, it's just fun. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think you could even create a toy line with all yes. the characters. Yes. Yeah. So Mattel and Hasbro, if you're listening, uh, yeah. Bug Therapy, th those are the characters right there. And I know that there will be more. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you with this because of the fact that all three of us here today, we've all been to therapy. We've all uh, been helped by therapy. Probably more than 20 years ago when, when I went, I... And like I said earlier, I'll be transparent. I had a an anger issue, and uh, and what in the very first day, what did what did my therapist do? Well, after I probably cried my eyes out and went through a half a box of Kleenex um, and explained what was going on, he gave me something I never forgot. So for those of you who maybe you're in a situation where people come to you to ask a question and maybe your reactions are too quick. Maybe your reactions are wrong and you just need some time. So here's what he told me. So I'm going to share it with you. Mm -hmm. If someone comes to you and asks you a question, take a deep breath and think about that question for a moment. Is it something that you need to answer immediately? If it's something that you can answer 15 minutes later to kind of give you some time and to to really think through the question or the problem that needs to be addressed instead of just flying off the handle or is it something that you could say well give me some time to think about that and i will get with you tomorrow buy yourself some time to think we live in a world where we literally swipe right we swipe up we look at things within a matter of seconds our our focus today is now less than a goldfish and that's pretty bad, ladies and gentlemen, but that doesn't give us time to think, but we need time to think. So today, practice something. Take a deep breath before anything comes out of your mouth. And for all of us, and I want to thank you, Michael, and I want to thank you, 
Michelle, because I think one of the big lessons of bug therapy is that we all need someone to listen and we all need to learn to be that one to listen. And I've got to thank both of you. You have created a film that is not just funny and entertaining. It is therapy and it is going to help millions of people from this day forward. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And Ward, I think you're overdue for your next therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I smile a lot now and uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't get angry over stupid stuff anymore. And I do allow people to speak and take time to listen. And so I think I'm now in the right profession at the moment. But uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, Michael, Jan, Michelle Jordan, they've created this beautiful, funny, entertaining animated short film bug therapy and both of you is do you actually have a youtube channel or is it just on youtube we do have a youtube channel yeah bug therapy movie <clears throat> ah great so ladies and gentlemen just go to youtube.com look up bug therapy movie watch it right now you will absolutely love it and just like me you will be begging for more so michael and michelle thank you so much for joining us today Thank you. Thank you, so Ward. Much. Thank you for having us. So yeah. appreciated. Oh, absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be back. Well, we'll be right back with more. Show some highlights. Show some clips. <laughs> I will absolutely do that. So here we go. Take a take a quick look of bug therapy. Share your deepest, darkest secrets? <laughs> nope. <laughs> 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 okay. Hey, welcome to the group. I'm Dr. Pill. Oh, I'm not in the group. <laughs> 